minute. Crossface. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. It's a Daily Talk Show, episode one, two, three. What's cracking? We, we, we only get one, two, three once. I know. It's it's a nice Far it's a nice out. number. I think I've I know why I might be sounding shit every day, other than it being early in the morning. But I think <laughs> it's because we sleep with the aircon on. Oh, yeah. There's not much avoiding that in Europe. We we're talking about the aircon yeah. yesterday. But here's the weird thing, though. I spoke to you this morning. It's currently th- um, Thursday in Melbourne. I feel like yep. I've spoken to you, you've slept all of today, and now I'm speaking to you again. It's the most bizarre thing when you cross yep. time zoning. Mm-hmm. And it's also Thursday here in Italy. Now it's I've, Thursday. Um, yeah, I've been using uh, my G-Shock, as, which is uh, part of my rebrand, obviously, if you've been listening to previous episodes. Yeah. And, um, you know the thing about great. G-Shocks, without being offensive, um, I feel like you're a Here child that has a Batman watch on that has all these gadgets oh, yeah. in it and then like it like shoots a little string or something but it looks novelty on their arm. That's what I think the they, G-Shock looks on an adult. The, the G-Shock that I have, pilots wear. Would you say that about a pilot? <laughs> you wouldn't. Not to his face but definitely behind his back. It, <laughs> and it, or the pilot could be a she, remember? But um, And I could imagine... A female pilot rocking one of these. It's it's very um it's very chunky. I do like the chunk to it. But the the interesting thing about it too is you um can yeah you can you can change the time zone very easily. So that's exciting. But that's the only feature that I've worked out. But the manual was so big that I couldn't bring it away with me. So I just have to Google every time I want to try and do something quirky. Are, are you a manuals guy or are you a wing it guy? I don't have an answer. Nah. I don't. No, I I don't really use manuals. But if I say when it comes to, say, this audio equipment and things like that, I'll definitely be Googling. I'm a Googling guy. I can't be fucked dealing with the way they've set out the manual and try. It seems like a long shot. If a table of contents ever works, I get very excited, but I'll rarely use it. So you troubleshoot in the moment? Yeah, I troubleshoot in the moment with a bit of Googling. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, bit, bit of news uh, as Russ Keys threw out the suggestion that we should just bring you up to speed with what's happening on the ground here in Melbourne. Um, mm-hmm. Not not that you would um, care about this because you're living no. it up large. In, Mate, we in, didn't um, even talk Venice. about we, we didn't talk about the logies. I've had to um, get my logies fix from another podcast, not even our own. <laughs> I've been listening to um, Shameless, um, an awesome Aussie podcast, and they were talking all things logies. Well, ask yeah. me anything. Who who won the gold logie? I actually don't know. Well, it was year. Grant. It was Grant Denya, but they um, it was actually a pre logies chat. So they were they were talking about whether Amanda Keller or Grant Denya would win. So yeah, there you go. All I saw was um, Andrew Bucky, who I worked with, and you probably worked with him too at SCA. Um, Bucklow, mm. Andrew Bucklow. He's a writer for the News dot com dot au. And he was on the. Red oh carpet. yes, yes, yes. He did yes. a great video. I thought, and I and I watched it, and it was like, he's like, oh, you know, I couldn't be bothered putting in the effort this year with the video. So what I'm going to do is ask each guest to give me a question that I can then ask the next celebrity, which sounds really <laughs> That's so simple. Fucking lazy. No, 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 no. It was really good. So I had that initial thing, and I and I mates with him. I was like, oh god, you just 
this whenever you start out by saying I've put fuck all effort into something, it's like you're setting yeah. it up for failure. But it worked really, really well. It was so funny because he obviously told each celebrity that, oh yeah, Grant Denyer told me to ask you this, and then so they have the context of the, who it's coming from, and so they start. So it's a big in. circle jerk. And stuff. Massive. <laughs> Great. But I think it, it was clever. I was always yeah. trying to come up with quirky, clever ideas for red carpet reporting. And but anyway, the Logies is about um, five days old now, four days old. What's what's today's news? What yeah. It- so there was a bloke who... Well, I actually don't know if it was a bloke. It was a woman. We don't know who it is, but all we know is that someone has claimed after three to four weeks, I think it was, 170-something days... Maybe yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Month. Sorry. Can you can can I just interject? Yes. Uh, Peter Hitchener on Instagram already told me about this news. The fifty-five million dollars Brunswick. Yeah, Powerball yeah. was claimed. Powerball. Crazy. Uh, if, how ridiculous would that be? I was I was sitting with uh, a friend of mine, Joel Crean. Shout out if you're listening. I I gave him I told him about our podcast. So hopefully okay, he's uh, tuning in for the Otherwise, first time. Otherwise, I guess we'll, uh, never know. we'll never we'll never know. Let me know, Joel. But we were talking about this, and he's an ex-journo, worked for ten, mm. was out in the field, and um, and yeah. Anyway, he was telling me that his mate lived next door to someone really high up at Tata Sales, which is the yeah. the Tats Lotto or the Lotto company here in Australia. There's a couple of them, but he said that the dude who lived in this awesome place, his job was purely to call people to tell them that they've won Tats Lotto. What a wow. job. I know. Job. It's almost, yeah, it's like a um, it's a junior producer role within a radio station. Isn't it? <laughs> <Here's> the <thing. laughs> they're, they're making bank. The thing, though, is like when you're calling someone. So I know someone who's won Tats Lotto and they got a call saying, you've won. Uh, we can't tell you how much. You need to come in to collect your check. Oh, that's insane. And so... And so I don't know if that's for all of them. Maybe if it's a high, you'd th- maybe if there was a lot of money in the line, they'd tell you. Anyway. Well, yeah, go on. Yeah, so my mum's friend went in and collected a, her check. And so the, the, the way I know this is because she told me this story. And um, when she came over to our house, I had no idea that she'd won anything. And she pulls out this check and so she's like, Tommy, look at this. Shows me this check. And I'm looking at it trying to work out what the fuck it is. And then she pulls her thumb away and there's the little Tats Lotto guy. It was a, it was like $80,000. And oh, wow. I knew as soon as I saw the little thing, she's like, we, I won Tats Lotto. Yeah, it's um, Christian Hull, who we've got on the podcast in a few weeks. He won like 10 grand. Oh, fuck. We should have spoken he, to he, him about that. Yeah, he, he did. Spoiler alert, he did, we didn't talk he, about that. He did a um, did all Snapchats. He thought he'd won like a few hundred bucks. Went in, was doing all stories about it, and then filmed the uh, the reveal. Yeah, Man, and so that, that would yeah, be so a, he never a nice knew. So bonus. it was a similar thing. He didn't know what he'd won, but he knew he'd won, and then yeah, rocks exactly. up. Yeah, Fuck, that's on. cool. Um, oh. Hey, I've been I've been thinking about an idea. Um, like sort of something interesting that a, a tourist op, uh, offering uh, in Europe, I want to get your vibe on. So I was thinking, you know, I don't want to do all the touristy shit. I've been like pretty bad when it comes to that, where it's like, do you think it's bad that we're not going to all the museums and stuff? <laughs> I don't want to do all the touristy shit. And 
all that came to mind was a photo of you in a gondola in Venice. He's the biggest tourist thing. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. No, but I'm not doing that. I just don't know anything about Marco Polo or anyone. Yeah. Mate, I've, I went to Rome. I didn't go to the stadium where the, you know, the gladiators fought. There is a yeah. few things that I think you, you should be selective. One thing, this is more advice from me to you about going mm-hmm. to um, the Vatican, Vatican City. It's, mm. it's the most outrageous thing ever. It's like, it's, it's, I think it's its own city of its own within Rome. Yeah. It's, it's the most amazing thing in you'll a, ever see. In a good way? Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll definitely we'll definitely do that. But um, I was thinking of other experiences that could be started, like what sort of little tourist experiences. And I had this idea. Uh, it's called Taken. And it's if you're traveling with another person and what you do is say if Brie wanted to organize this experience for me, she would basically contact the Taken tourist like tourism company and what they do is they organize to hide brie somewhere in italy and at any moment they get they take her and then i have to find her but i don't know so brie would book without telling me and then they would all of a sudden would be walking along and you know you turn a corner in venice and she's disappeared and then someone would come up and say hi you're part of the taken tourist group now we've got your girlfriend you've got to find her and you have all these cryptic clues around and it could be europe like it could be a big euro one or maybe it has to be country specific do you think that's a good idea or or has it got flaws before i tell you a few questions is liam neeson involved uh no no you you could do a branding deal absolutely (laughs) have you seen that film yeah, I've seen one. Yeah, I've seen, I've one, seen of one of them. them. I think there's just yeah. a, t- too much of a clash with um, the tra- uh, what do you call it? Um, human trafficking trade, and <laughs> there's a bit of overlap there. There's vibes of yeah, human sure. trafficking and potential sex crimes, um, yeah. which just popped to mind. Don't, I don't want that as a vibe. That's definitely <laughs> my vibe. Is definitely not human tra- trafficking or <laughs> sex trafficking vibes. That's not my shtick, really. You may get some just really, really rich, just mm. Eastern European men who are very overweight, thinking that they're in for something that's it's not. So I yeah, don't know. Man. If you've seen yeah, the Taken movie, that's who. <laughs> I, I don't it. remember any references. So all I remember is he said something on the phone. But anyway, I like the, the um, idea. Isn't there? Isn't there? An, isn't that in Melbourne? Not the Taken, but the concept around you go into the city and then people will come and speak to you and you're meant to be going around different places? Yeah, our um, our mate Leon, who we have on tomorrow's show, we don't ask him about this, but he did, in fact, um, uh, do something like that. Yeah, where mm. they... But it's, it's sort of an opt-in thing. The little bit of a difference with what I'm suggesting is it sort of... It's a cool couple's activity. But anyway... It's boring. It's. I, I realise that it probably is. Probably wouldn't. Wouldn't work. Stinks like human trafficking. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. No. I don't. <laughs> I don't like that. It's too human trafficking. But um, I've got a, also another uh, life trap. Another Should it one. be life? Tra- 
Yeah, I'm trying to work out with the hashtag. Should it be life trap or life traps? Life traps? Well, it needs to be trap if it's one per day. So just go with trap to start with because you blew it yesterday and you, you uh, went hard. No, but, you went hard. But I, but I think the problem is on Insta stories, I think I've done hashtag life traps. If there's so anyone who knows a rebrand. Called, if, yeah, let's, let's do life traps. anyone who knows how to rebrand something. Okay. Yeah. All right, go. Hey, everyone. It's, it's, uh, it's life traps and uh, I want to talk about <laughs> one of the common ones, which is pickpocketing and... Um, the life trap is that when you see a sign that says pickpocketing, mm. uh, what pickpocketers do is they always hang around there because do you know what you do when you see a sign that says pickpocketing? I just you saw touch, an image of yeah, I saw an image of you, you hitting touch pocket. your <laughs> pocket. Yeah, you touch your pocket, and then so they know exactly where your wallet is. Mm. Yeah. So I've been uh, I've been walking along. I've changed the way I walk. So that my hands <laughs> flick back and forth next to my pocket. But not only that, every probably four sways, I do a double sway so that they, so, it, so it's not sort of an easy get. If I swayed the same way all the time with my hand, they would just be able to, it would be almost like mini golf. They just pick the moment where the wheel's not turning <laughs> and they jump in and get it. But with the whole double sway, every three sways it confuses the fuck out of them so i've still got my passport and wallet but at the same time you look like napoleon dynamite and stick out like dog balls because you're this big tall awkward six foot two aussie bloke just yeah i've, <laughs> I've, I've got that vibe don't i it, yeah it's a good it's a good i think it's a good tip and a good life trap it's, a, you it's definitely you a life trap you wouldn't normally think about it and it's yeah, just well, it's so a life natural, trap, yeah. just part of all the life traps that I'm going to be talking about over the over the coming months. Yeah, I mean, with my very segment life traps, life traps on tour because they're very um, tourist focused. Yeah, and specific. Yeah, we'll go. We'll we'll go beyond that. <laughs> very specific. Um, just talking with uh, Lawrence in the office just before, mm-hmm. and he said to me, "Have you heard about the?" Um, if Facebook, if Facebook were a village Facebook. of a hundred people, Facebook, if Facebook were a village of a hundred people, they're like um, facts. So it's like taking the the percentage and then you know lowering it down. It's like okay, if Facebook were a village of a hundred people, and then there's all these things around gender, ha- um, how many men to women, fifty six men, forty four women. But there's some interesting ones in here. Um, do you want to hear a few of them? Yeah, go for it. And have you heard of this before? Never. All right, it's some site called Loomly.com. Like they, they, this is like an updated 2018 version. Um, okay. You don't spend much. You don't spend much time on Facebook at all. It's not no, your optimum. I've, I've, no, I I used to be. I used to go hard. Like I, my memory section on Facebook is amazing. I've got so many throwbacks. <laughs> See, I mean, you've done it right. You went hard early, and it's still giving. It's <laughs> yeah. Well, every year. now I just I'm just purely living in throwback mode. Yeah. <laughs> um, this one, who, uh, what device are people using? So, if Facebook, we were a village of a hundred people. Facebook. <laughs> what the fuck am I saying? Are you saying still that saying for? Facebook? What's wrong? Are you okay? I've been watching a um, YouTuber who's South African. <laughs> yeah, Facebook. I don't think they say it like that either. Go on. 
So if Facebook were a village of 100 people, 64 64 people would be using Android devices with 20 using Apple iOS devices, which I thought there would be a lot more using uh, Apple phones. No, no, um, especially who is that, Lawrence, in the background? Who's, who's yeah, phone did you hear is his that? phone? Yeah, yeah, I think that he's he's got to move his car or something. Uh, no, I the thing <laughs> so is that true. Android, Android is um, a lot more popular than iPhone around the world. Australia has, I think, uh, abnormal, abnormally high use of Apple products like yeah. iPhones and stuff like that, but they're very expensive for 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 most people right if you go to um asia and stuff like that <clears throat> yeah cuz they're using like yowie i think it's pronounced yowie oh, trevor yeah, long yeah. will be able to correct me yowie uh it's like a chinese manufacturer that sort of competes with apple but yeah what other tell me two more all right uh if facebook were a village of 100 people 92 would primarily primarily be using mobile phones so there's yeah. like yeah, ninety-two percent of people on Facebook are using phones. Great. Uh, okay, I'll just let you pick from the last one. There's uh, there's jobs, there's education levels, there's what language are people using, or city that people are from. Um, oh, this one, this one ties into what you just said. Yeah, the go f- on. If Facebook were a village of a hundred people, one would come from. Oh no, that's not Bangladesh. Mm, that's yeah, all they say. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, oh, I'm on. glad we did I, I, that segment. <laughs> I just this one's interesting. Yeah, what Relation- they've essentially done, what they've essentially done, is they've they've masked it around it being this hundred uh, person, you know, community. It's a which, sen- we're talking percentages here. Yeah, which makes it visually appealing. Yeah. Okay. Well, nearly this 50, is an audio medium. But go on. Nearly fifty percent of people on Facebook are married. So nearly really? nearly That's half great. of the users of Facebook are married. Interesting. That does seem does seem quite high. That um, seems Yeah. Uh, what else is happening? You've got we've got our Trello board <clears throat> full of stuff today. You've had a, a field day on Trello with things <laughs> you want to talk about. Mate, pick a topic. What are you talking about? No, next? I saw you. What the fuck's this big rebrand news? I'm fascinated. Uh, uh, mate, um, let's let's not uh, blow our load too early. This is the, the, the rebrand's huge. Uh, the rebrand news I want to keep till the end. Okay, well, it's obviously not long enough. Where you could have taken out the last ten minutes on the rebrand. Oh uh, no, no, you know what? We we probably we actually could. But do, is there another thing you want to? The the thing that I was curious about was you you've got in there uh, comparison. What's your what's your stick on what? What's your thoughts on comparison at the moment? Uh, it was our co- fuck. I can't remember what day we have conversations, but we were either this morning because yeah, I said no, to you, yeah. I was like, oh, I feel like when you've got so a mate traveling, it makes you kind of realise your life or being boring. And Amy pulled me up on it, and you pulled me up on it too. And I kind of probably mm. didn't explain myself uh, correctly, or I made it sound like oh, I feel like I've got a boring life. But I think it's mm. like. You, our conversation, you and I were around, okay, you can become a dad, you become a business owner and you can get, not stuck, but you you have obviously commitments and responsibilities and then you're looking yep. outside of your world and comparing yourself to other people. Mm. And I guess if I'm looking at your life, I'm going, oh, 
I think about what it takes to be able to do what you're doing and it's not having a child at this point of where Bodhi's at. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, lots of other responsibilities. But you, you, what was your main point of it? Well, I think that you need to, you just need to use the filters in, in which you're working with. So, you know, for you, mm. you, you can't have, you can't have, I think you were talking about having ideas that you can't really, like people having ideas that they can't implement because they've got a family. Mm. Uh, and my point was then it's not a good idea. Yeah. If you can't implement the idea, it's not a good idea. And if it's not aligned with who you are, what you're doing, where you're going, it's mm. not a good idea either. So it's that thing of like remembering where, like the path, the specific path that you're on, because it's very different. I think that those moments where we're thinking about, oh, I could be doing this if I wasn't doing that, it's sort of like straying away from the path that we've created. Because the thing is, it's like, it's like kids, for example. Bray and I have made the specific, like we've made the specific choice that at this moment in time, we're not having kids and it's purely because we, we want to do these things. But mm. in your life, having kids was a much bigger priority and now you're able to live that. And the other thing, I was even thinking about this, we didn't speak about this, but I was like, you know, everything has its advantages and disadvantages. When you're, when Bodie's, when you're an, an old person, Bodhi is going to be 30 years old, coming around to your house, mowing your lawn, like, you know, hanging out, Mm. doing stuff, doing family trips. And so it's almost like that long-term game. But I think Mm. that, yeah, the, the the comparison thing is, um, I think the antidote to that is just using your filter. So it's saying, okay, these are the things that are important to me. And then, if you've got an idea that doesn't align with being a family person, then it's not really a good idea. Yeah, exactly. I think it's a, it's a slippery slope uh, thinking and seeing someone else's version of life and applying it to your own because it just doesn't ne- – it will never fit. Um, yeah, exactly. Th- they've got different priorities and, and non-negotiables. And so yeah, – and the other thing too is it's like this trip, you know, this you know few months that we're away, like it's only a few months – of our life what Mm. you're doing is like obviously a much longer term thing having a kid um it's it's a very easy out i think yeah it's a it's a it's a it's a trap it's a life trap because uh, one per show please okay sorry mate we've been i've been working with lisa who we had on the podcast 90 something uh episode 90 something lisa stevenson and it was 99 she is 99 um, talking about, um, I may have made that up. Yeah, ninety-eight. No, I think it was a, before Hamish. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it was two before Ham. Yeah, before the re- before the show rebrand. Um, yeah, which was the intro. Uh, so we've been talking about thinking about so what you want, what you want a, a goal or to achieve, where you want to get to your vision, and it's like it, it, coming to grips with the fact of whether or not you are up for doing what you need to do to get there. Because yeah. how many times are like, oh, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to start that business for years. But it's like, I think if you are realizing that you aren't willing to put in the effort, which is okay, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that you failed. It just might mean it's like totally out of alignment with who you are as a person. Like, do you want to yeah. 
have fuck all sleep when sleep is important to you. It's yeah. counter to it's counterproductive to achieving anything, especially the yeah. goal that you were you know that means you can't sleep. So yeah, yeah. I think that even even I think about that with the podcast because mm. in a lot of ways it would have been you know. <clears throat> Sorry, give me a second. I just need a cough. <clears throat> I think that the, um, you know, if you listen to previous episodes, probably up until episode 60, you and I were talking about, oh, we might only get to 100 episodes with this, mm-hmm. right? And we made the choice that this is something that we actually want to do long. This is my version of a kid, really. Like this is the long, <laughs> the longest term thing that I've probably put out there. And... Um, and there is a level of sacrifice to that, right? Which mm. means that like rather than waking up at 6am and going and seeing like the sunrise, I'm like 6am doing this podcast with you. And that's not even taking, that's not taking away from the traveling experience that yeah. I'm having. To me, it's enhancing it. So I think that it's, um, yeah, it's perspective is very interesting. I even think about the perspective around um, this you know traveling thing and being so concerned about being a tourist and um, we got a great recommendation for a, a pizza pasta place like a restaurant uh, for last night from uh, an American friend of ours and um, when I got in there I was like oh, they speak oh fuck they all speak English like they're mm-hmm. speaking really good English there's a few other Americans here I'm just fucking look what we've done like oh we've I've fallen into a tourist trap I'm so upset with myself and then I was just like in the moment I was like everything has its own reality everything and so we can put our own perspective on it and it's the same thing with the the gondola like the gondola Guess how much a gondola costs for thirty minutes oh. uh, in the su- at sun sunset. Sixty euro came to mind. A uh, hundred euro, so it was a, oh, probably a hundred and seventy Australian dollars. But the thing is, m- my thought around it is, it's like, how often? Yeah. Well, I first I first applied like our our rates as video people, and then you're like, <laughs> you know what? It's not like. How, how am I you know how can I charge what I charge and then scoff at paying <laughs> this for an, a unique experience that you can't do anywhere else right yeah. a gondola in Venice along the canals it's like mm. supply and demand they can they can charge that yeah and I so think, yeah when before would, when you said about uh, tourist things should I be doing doing them or going to them you're totally right it's if you're there you've embrace tourist life to some degree it it doesn't mean going to stay at disneyland in the hotel there but yeah. go to disneyland you don't have to take it as far as staying there have you done that i could imagine you do uh, no we haven't we haven't stayed we didn't stay <laughs> at disneyland but i'm done yeah. with theme parks i fucking hate theme parks yeah 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 but i mean if you haven't done them they're fun to some degree yeah do do them once yeah exactly that's mm. the th- but the interesting thing probably the difference with what i'm talking about from a tourism point of tourist point of view in regard is more i feel bad that i'm not um doing all the history type stuff oh, yeah. so i find that going on like one of those city sites seeing buses or whatever in some cities mm. i end up learning so much more about the city yeah. like um 
whereas I don't know any facts. I'm going to walk away. I'm a little bit sad that I'm going to walk away from Venice without any more knowledge. Like I'm going to have this great mm-hmm. experience, but I'm not going to necessarily know more. And I feel like I've stretched myself in regards to learning bits of the language to be able to order food and things like that. But by the end of this three months or whatever, I want to be in a better position where I feel like I do a better job in those situations where it's like, I just get a bit paralyzed where I'm like, we've got three days. I don't want to be jumping, darting from museum, you know, to museum. I just want to sort of chill by the, by the canals and have a bite to eat. Yeah, I agree. I went to Paris and I didn't go to the Louvre. I didn't go into the museum, the, the art museum there, but I went on a boat down the river, which is my version of fun. Like, just taking in seeing shit amy and i'd like walk the streets looking for epic um croissant places and then we went to you know just like picnic on the river together it's like you also work out what your version of fun is because if yeah if mine's not standing in line for two hours to get into a museum to look at the wall i but hate lines i absolutely hate lines my uncle is a massive art fan and a history fan and just laps it up so if you're going to not appreciate something, but and I think I appreciated the Vatican because I grew up going to Catholic churches, um, yeah. and just the like. I think you would appreciate this experience of putting these earphones in, walking through, just looking up and seeing this hundreds and hundreds of year old structure where the it's just like so progressive for its time. And so there are those things that you, I think, yeah, I think there's a definitely a scale of going. What's actually worth out of everything to do in this city? I would yeah. probably go the gondola ride over, going into a museum, to be honest. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's interesting. And because the thing is, I just, Russ Keys pointed out that he wishes that he um, spent more time learning about the history and stuff before he went to Venice. And he mm. was giving me all these interesting facts um, about the place. But I also, whenever I, and maybe this is the wrong approach, and I think that's probably part of the problem is that I, that you try and create whether something's a right or wrong approach. But um, for me, I need to go to a city a few times before I really start to connect with it and understand mm. it and get a mm. sense of space. Like that's how I feel with San Francisco. I've been to San Francisco five or so times, five mm. or six times. And I remember a specific moment where it's like, uh, I actually feel like I know the directions. I know how to get to places. And um, I think that part of this trip is determining, oh, man, this um, this place in Croatia or Turkey is amazing. I really want to get back here and do it again mm. and, you know, deep dive. Yeah. The, yeah. And then there's some cities you go to and you're just like, ah, this, I just don't feel it, don't vibe it. Yeah. Shit house. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, so let's let's talk rebrand. All right, um, <laughs> big news. This is yeah. Well, also I put it at the end because uh, only hardcore uh, the daily talk show peeps would have followed my journey of uh, of rebranding, personal I've, rebrand. I've seen you on the elephant. They've seen you driving your motor home, and uh, you know, really stepping it up as a man who wears a um, a Batman watch on his arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how, how would you? <laughs> How how would you describe my rebrand? What was I, what was I actually say? Just up until uh, 
a year ago or eight months ago to now? What's mm. the the big Minimalist. rebrand? Do you think? Okay. Minimal. So, Simple. what was I before? What was I? What did I look like before? A child, a kid who wore snapbacks and looked mm-hmm. about two, and yeah. just like more, more, more colours for sure. You gave me your your fluoro pink fucking Harlequin coloured Nikes, and I'm rocking yeah. those. Um, but you now it's you look older now, but you still look young. But I think it's 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 definitely. You're not a hat guy. You've ditched the hat, so you're um, you're sharp. Well, so th- this is my pr- this is my problem. Before we get onto the socks that uh, <laughs> old mate Trev mentioned on Instagram, if you mentioned look at my trolled. nose, yeah, if you if you look at my nose right now, it's like basically. And if you, I did a um, a video yesterday which had uh, my nose in it on the uh, Daily Talk Show Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> it's not my the greatest nose. sell. It's not the greatest sell. Of the uh, content that we're doing, <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, did a nose video. A bit, a bit, um, of, a bit of nose gear. No, but you'll see that it's a little bit scabby and gross because I fucking burnt my nose when I was in uh, London, mm. and so it's it's got me thinking: do I do I bring back the hat? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not a snapback. You cannot wear a snapback with what you wear these days well i was looking at getting one of those sort of like round you know like i mean i'm i'm stuck what what sort of hat should i get you can only wear pretty much a um i'm i'm picturing ashton kutcher trucker hat that's like actually fabric it's not trucker like the mesh material it's actually like a denim or whatever they like a fabric Um, this is a disaster in in europe's heat Wearing a denim <laughs> hat, I'm gonna be. It's gonna be. This is the problem. Well, I'm. I'm thinking for your brand, like for the aesthetic, it needs to match. You can't be rocking an Akubra, which is hundred <laughs> percent what you should be to avoid sunburn. <laughs> but it's yeah no. So I, I don't know if anyone's got any suggestions of the hat that would best suit my rebrand. <laughs> here's here's one. Wear one of those hats. Hi at the wear- dailytalkshow.com. Hi at the dailytalkshow.com if you've got any hat recommendations. I think my mum had one. It was like almost this thing that elevated something off her head that then looked like a um, something you'd stick into the sand like a, a sun shelter. So it elevates. It's like got like uh, tape around the head and then like these things that come up. So it's it does actually doesn't touch your hair. <laughs> so wow. What a you look. You get one of those. What about a um? What did Still, I used to all? What I used to always wear is it a visor? Is a visor a hat? Oh uh, yeah. What's the one that's got no? Yeah. Also, top? chuck your Crocs back on you. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I used to rock the visor when I played golf. I yeah, think yeah. I had like a feeler one. Yeah, so that was, and that was part of 09's rebrand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. So you've dropped right. it, mate. Sunscreen and just get a hat. Sometimes it's not yeah. about how good you look, Brady. It's about, yeah. it's about doing it smart. Yeah, sun smart. Yeah, no, I just I need to fix this out. But I've been using. Um, I've gotten on to, before Bree left uh, for the trip. Go to skincare, gave her a bunch of stuff, and um, so I've been uh, using the. Um, they've got like all these oils and stuff. Moisture. I'm starting to be like a, a moisturizer and uh, what's it called? Some sort of oil that I put on every day, so that I'm trying to uh, alleviate the uh, my whole face peeling off. Yeah. So well, I get think it probably out of the, sun. the solution. If it's, yeah. if it's peeling, you can 
God. It's essentially third degree burns. It's not great. <laughs> You've got but, three months to learn about what's going to happen yeah. in Europe. But you're already really tanned. Yeah. I was actually surprised how fucking tanned you get. What the hell? Yeah, I get tanned. I get tanned very quickly. What's so that it'll heritage? Be, it'll be interesting. Uh, I think that's the Dutch bit. I think Dutch oh, yeah. people maybe. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. But so the, talking about the socks, Trevor Long, not happy with the socks. What do you think? Mm. I, so I did, a, I did a post on uh, Instagram on my personal Josh Jansen Instagram account with Bree and I on the gondola and I showed... So this is the problem. I, I've run out of socks. Yesterday was actually my last day of fresh socks. I know. So now I've got to go through and do a sniff test and work out which one <laughs> is okay. But um, these are quite... They're a little bit thick. They've sort of they're they're sort of yeah a very sort of thick material. If you're but, worried um, about a, a hat that's going to touch your head in the heat and you're wearing long socks, take a look in the mirror. Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. Well, so this is exact. So I think that maybe part of the rebrand for this trip is wearing sockets. Yeah, it's very European. I was rocking yeah. them. It's yeah. Just okay. Great. Minimizing fabric touching. Okay. And then, skin. and then, there's no trolling from Trev. He can't troll someone if he can't see their socks. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's that's what we'll do. We've we've uh, had um, some people uh, email us about the stickers. Oh yeah, where they're coming in uh, hot and what do you say, hot and fast, whatever yes, it is, thick, um, and, thick and fast. fast. Either of those work. Uh, Matt Moulton, thanks, bro. Yeah, Maddie. Maddie actually sent us a photo of him. Mm. It's awesome uh, with <laughs> the Daily Talk Show on his fridge. And yes. I also appreciate that. Also on his fridge, he's written dictation. I don't. Yeah. I think that might be a sticker as well. That could be a sticker. Dictation from the Crystal of the Show. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. So we're we're a part of we're up there. We're up there with yeah. the greats. Um, <laughs> BMAC sent through one that he works at a record label. And some of the artists there have won ARIA awards and obviously they're still in the building or the record label <laughs> won. And so he stuck our sticker onto an ARIA award. It looks good, mate. We suit it. And um, Tony uh, emailed in and he, he, he called it the thinking man's sticker because <laughs> they're, um, <laughs> cause they're, it's got like a transparent back. So it's like it's a black, but you need to put it on a light surface. So um, It's genius. So you got to think about where you're placing it because yeah. it's crucial. But then he said, but "Fuck did, it, I'm putting it straight onto the car. I don't give a shit." Yeah, he. He's, I think he said that he knew that it was going to be there, <laughs> yeah. straight, which is, I guess, works. It's not great for branding, <laughs> but um, it works nonetheless. Uh, well, I think we'll do another release of the stickers in in a, a few weeks. Yeah, how um, about let's do that? Why don't we? Why don't we open it up now? But then have the the closing the closing date as the uh, the tenth of July. So it's the fifth of July right now. If you want a sticker, uh, Tommy <clears throat> will do another sticker run after yes. the tenth. It won't be on the tenth, but the tenth is a cutoff date. So send an email with a subject line stickers with your address um, in the body of the email between now and the 10th of July and we'll send them out. Is that yeah. okay that I'm creating work for you? 
Yeah, no, that was fine. It actually really helped. You gave me a bit of pushback about the subject line being stickers. Cause yeah, well, I've I've just embraced it now. It make it does it, make it, it easier. It made it so so easy. I just went through, yeah. highlighted which ones. Boom, stickers. That was very good. That's very very good. All right, All I'm right. Uh, I'm off to uh, Florence today. Yeah. We've um we've got a a train trip in two hours, and um, tomorrow we have Leon Shergren on the podcast. He's a mate of ours. Uh, He's one of the biggest executive producers in radio in Australia. He was voted number two yeah. um, by Radio Today, which was pretty cool. But don't forget where he came from. Him and I would be handing out icy cold cans of Coke on the street team. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was I was uh, working with him when I was the web guy for FIFA and Jules. So um, yeah, it was a good chat and we got to leverage his uh, coming out story. I made that a, a point, an important um bit of the show so if you want to hear it was very interesting i think here you know it's yeah it's fascinating he, well, he identifies as bisexual which to mm. some you're either gay or you're not straight which is the yeah. black and white version and he's got a different thinking on that and so yeah it, i mean it's opened my eyes to the thinking around yeah what bisexuality means yeah well i think it takes you to have fr- friends that are in these specific Mm. Uh, situations to build empathy because yeah. I love Leon and so it's like um, yeah it was so good like it sort of excites me when I've got a friend that's like got a new perspective or a, it was he, the ultimate re- coming out the ultimate rebrand <laughs> so I loved it um, and, so yeah that's um, on the Daily 200, Talk 200 for you um, your, <laughs> yeah, your yeah, rebrand your big out, rebrand I'll, selling it in I'll and be then coming out uh, episode no it's 200. your back to snapbacks I thought it was coming out, but it was back to snap back. Um, no, I guess we can di- we can discuss. I've got some thoughts that I've had since that chat with Leon that we can chat on um, next week. Monday. Yeah, yeah, great. Awesome, everyone. It's the Daily Talk Show. Please keep up, man. A quick uh, thank you to Spencer, Kathleen. They've they've we've had podcast reviews through the podcast and itunes sort of section of apple but um if they're outside of australia we don't really see them easily you have to sort of go in manually and change location but uh kathleen did one in uh uh, um in britain in england and um spencer did one in the u.s so that was that was really nice so all the all the reviews and five star ratings are appreciated i don't know what they we we've we haven't ticked over onto any i think because we're explicit all the time oh, we yeah. um we don't make any um actual charts but that's okay <laughs> i'd rather have but, a few uh, f-bombs in there and a bit of fun yeah exactly hi the daily talk show.com if you want to send us an email if you've got any tips for th- shit that i should do in uh florence but uh yeah we'll, uh, perfect we'll, we'll send me an email <laughs> yeah i will i will all right buddy <laughs> it's the daily talk show everyone have a good one see you guys